Nobody needs us. It's okay. Nobody needs the trouble I see. They're being completely ignored. Yes. It's fine. So. Okay. Let's so. do a podcast, man. Okay, since this seems to be the thing that I do, let me ask you a small question. Oh, please do. How much time did it take you to turn off your mobile phone because before recording? Mm, I turned on the airplane mode, turned on wireless, 10 seconds. How many messages and different distractions did you have to see before we turned on the recording? A fair amount. Okay. Let's do a quick uh, thing. Usually our phones are off during the recording. Mm -hmm. Let me just check one thing. Let me check my mobile phone. Okay. And explicitly, let me check uh, what my phone says about my usage. Mm -hmm. So, basically, uh, as you probably know, uh, there is uh, on all the phones that we have currently on the market, there is a way to uh, check how much are you using your um, how much are you using your phone or how much uh, how much are you wasting time on your phone. So basically, what my device says right now is that I spent today three hours and three minutes on my phone. I have done an hour and forty minutes of social. 19 minutes of entertainment, 16 minutes of other. I did some calling and I picked, mm -hmm. and I picked up my phone 288 times. 200 and what? 288 times. Okay. Uh, usually I picked up my phone because I was talking to somebody. So 47 times it was because of my phone mm -hmm. ringing or doing something. But then I used Discord, I used Twitter, I used Safari, and so on, and so on, and so on. Mm -hmm. I got... How do you check that on Android, by the way? Uh, there is a well-being app. Uh, it's called Well-Being. Uh, can it retroactively do the statistics for you? I don't know. But I'm not you sure. talk, I'm, I'm going to try. So, so Well-Being. Yes. Okay. Uh, I got 481 notifications today from my applications. Okay. So basically half a thousand. Okay. Most of those were messages and emails. Mm -hmm. So, now, leaving my phone off, uh, do you know any other thing in your life that is interrupting you half a thousand times a day? Except at times your own, you know, brain uh, thinking about f 30 t uh, things at the same time which doesn't happen often, no. So, are we being turned stupid because of the mobile phones? I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily use the word stupid just yet, but I would say that it is definitely making us less human. I wouldn't call it less human, but we are turning into different humans. I think we are turning into humans that have a problem with concentration. We have a problem with... Uh, not only concentrating, but also understanding things. And we have a huge problem with the inter interaction. Because mm -hmm. from what I see, 
Uh, right now, I have probably over 20, I would guess 20 to 30 different ways of contacting you. I can contact you okay. through mobile phones, through Viber, through WhatsApp, through Telegram to Signal, through um, different versions of whatever Google calls a uh, chat, uh, chat uh, program these days, through mm -hmm. email, through different uh, email uh, addresses and so on. Okay. I'm not using almost all of, uh, any of those. Okay. I can contact every single person in the world probably directly. Okay. And I'm not doing it. Okay. So basically, the, my ability to communicate to anybody in the world mm -hmm. has reached a point where I can reach anybody if I know the right uh, contact channel to do it. But also, I have reduced my contacts to all the other people in such a way that I basically uh, have some days when I don't talk to anybody. Okay. Except my uh, immediate family. Mm-hmm. I think this is incredibly important thing to understand because we have come to a point where we are actually being lonely but at the same time able to, uh, to talk to other people. I completely agree with you. Still trying to uh, find that application. You'll find that when I start talking. Yes, but anyways, uh, the point I'm trying to make when we were trying to when we were trying to uh, prepare for this one i sent you a nice tumblr uh, account that is uh, right now it has been dormant for a couple of years it's called we never look up because this is a tumblr account that is trying to uh, connect, uh, collect all the messages or all the images of people using their mobile phones while being uh, in uh, company Mm -hmm. So, well, people, in company of other human beings. Yes. Yes. Okay. So basically, uh, groups of people be, uh, containing seven, eight, ten people who are all looking in the mobile phones and not communicating, although they're at the, at the same place. Okay. Are the phones making us stupid? Yes, generally speaking. Are the phones? Uh, it depends, of course, on what's uh, the relative measurement of stupid that you want to apply, but generally speaking, I would agree. I would say that the phones are. I, w I would not agree with my uh, statement. Okay. Because I would say they are not making us stupid. They are making us incapable of uh, doing the thinking through or uh, doing in-depth thinking about any topic. So basically, they are creating uh, people who are unable to think through a complex topic, but are more readily uh, happy with the whatever the truth is or whatever the media says the truth is so they are taking things at face value and they are unable to uh, understand what is the complexity between those uh, these things the okay while we were preparing this the studio for the podcast today we were talking about politics uh, i was hoping you're not going to go there no 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 i'm not going to go into any details of what we are talking about but this is probably the only time I was able to talk to somebody for 10 minutes uh, about, politics? about politics. And not getting into a fight? No, 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 no. But also uh, expanding on the views, not talking about particulars and then jumping through uh, different topics. 
Mm-hmm. Because we were trying like a, to... Like a focused discussion, you mean? Yes, so oh, a focused okay. discussion and an abstract discussion. Mm-hmm. Because people are collect- connecting right now with different uh, things that are happening, taking them as face, face value, and then jumping to other, another topic. Uh, we have become the slaves of, of our phones. We have become the slaves of the... Technology. No, 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 not the technology. The media channels. Because... I'm Speak for yourself. We had that discussion when we were doing the Twitter episode. Yes, but I don't think that the technology is a problem. Me neither. Misuse of technology is. Because we have, as I said, more than 20 ways of contact with other people, but we are not using any of those. Yes. So the problem is not in the technology. The problem is in the way that we are using it or not using it. You know what's highly ironic and very, very, very hypocritical about what you just said, which I agree with you almost completely. Okay. I seem to distinctly remember us sitting at uh, some computer terminals back in our old college, talking on internet relay chat while sitting next to each other. I'm completely fine with this. But the, the difference between those times and the times that we have right now are the mobile phones. No, th- there are other differences, but the key difference the, the key is the difference is, yes. The key difference is that when, way, way, way back then, when we had terminals... We didn't have uh, we didn't have a direct communication channel to anybody. We had to go to a point to talk to somebody. You had to either log into the terminal on the university. You had to go to the to payphone. You remember those? Yeah. When you wanted to call somebody, yes. or you had to go home and use your phone at home that was actually bolted down to the wall. Mm-hmm. So you had, or if you were. Uh, like in good standing you had a modem and maybe you could you could connect to the internet but yes, yes but you were basically when you wanted to do a certain uh, way of uh, contacting other people you had to do it in a separate place you had to do it in, in a, a very distinct way correct and also the other person Uh, also had to be somewhere to be able to be called. Yes. So it wasn't... One-way relationship, it was two-way relationship on multiple levels. This is one thing. And the other thing is that you weren't able to talk to all the other people all the time. If I wanted to contact you, Mm -hmm. if I missed calling you in the morning and, for example, you went to lectures... Mm -hmm. Uh, there was only one way to contact you during the day, and this was to go physically to your location and try to find you in the university. Correct. Other than that, I had to wait for you to call me back. Mm-hmm. And since I wasn't uh, uh, at my phone all the time, this probably wouldn't happen, so I had to wait. And Which people, is educationally good. People were completely okay with this, and this made people... Uh, bored or uh, it made them wait it made them wait but it made them bored in a way that they could then concentrate on other on other things correct because uh, right now if I call you on your mobile phone or you send me an email or a message or whatever what you're basically expecting me to do is to get to you right uh, right away I wouldn't call it right away but if I'm missing If I don't uh, call back or uh, don't send anything uh, in a half an hour, I'm going to say, okay, what is happening right now? Mm-hmm. Back, A lot of people do that, yes. Back way then, 
it was completely normal for your call to be returned next day. Agreed. There is one other difference. There is a couple of other differences, but this is the biggest one that Correct. I see. Absolutely agree with you. I have a human difference. Okay. I actually have a couple of them, but one is very important for me, or maybe two. After we were done with our text terminal uh, internet relay chat chat, we went somewhere and had a, had a chat. Yes. Had a glass of uh, coffee, a cup of coffee, beer, or Coca-Cola or something, and we spent... I wouldn't say equal amount of time. At the beginning of the process, we spent more time doing that than da -da 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 -da. later that changed uh, to the opposite. But still, the social contract of that, the social aspect of that was way different than what it is today. And I think that and one the, of the availability of channel of communication obviously plays a key role. That I agree. Yes, and the, the other difference is that when we are thinking about uh, communication, I think we are taking... Our, our life, our time, and the other people's lives and times for granted. Mm -hmm. Because people seem to have an idea that since they are able to contact everybody all the time, that they have all the time in the world to contact other people. And that they should. Not that they should only, but they can always skip on it. Mm -hmm. So you're going to see much more, uh, many more people uh, regretting contacting somebody who is gone by gone, I mean dead, mm -hmm. because they didn't call them when they had they had, they the had opportunity. A chance. Yes, because the, we always think that we always will have a chance, and uh, this is a, this is a dark. Uh, actually, I have a tangent to that. I, I'm very curious about your opinion. What do you think about people writing Facebook messages to people who passed away? Because that's become like de facto standard. But this is not this is not the only thing. Uh, People have done this uh, for hundreds of years. It used to be pieces of paper uh, on the grave. It used to be pieces of paper in the mail. It used to be pieces of paper just put on the wall. It used to be poems. It used to, it be, used to books. be poems, books, or so on. But uh, I think this is just a way of people trying to express their sorrow or their uh, remembrance of regret. a real person. A regret. Missing. Uh, me, me, okay, but um, some, uh, some kind of uh, emotion uh, towards the person. Mm -hmm. But today, I think that this is getting out of hand because uh, you used to have uh, less time available to talk to a person. For example, you had a family member who was, I don't know, uh, in a different city. Mm -hmm. Calling them was expensive. Yes. Uh and by expensive, I mean that nobody was expecting you to call them because both sides understood that this is expensive, so it should be done only under exceptional circumstances. So people weren't used to calling uh, calling and talk, uh, talking to each other. You had to visit them. You had to make time for the, uh, for the visit. So it was more or less normal for people, I wouldn't say not to talk to each other, but to... Uh, take chance when they had uh, had the chance to uh, use the time they had uh, together wisely. Hmm. To that point, do you think that us having to make time back then to visit somebody is modern day equivalent of calling somebody? No. No, because we are used to multitasking now. So when you're calling somebody, you are more inclined to cook, uh, talk to somebody else, uh, do something else. Uh, 
it's the same the difference uh, as it is between calling you and going out uh, go out for a drink with you because when i go out for a drink with you i have to be engaged i have to do mm-hmm. the uh, actual social engagement and when i'm talking to you i can do it with half a brain let's say i'm i, I can uh, more or less talk to you and do something else so i'm not concentrating and this can be felt it it can yes yes and this is this is one of the things that the modern communication uh, has done to us so we started with the, me asking you how many times did you use your phone uh, i was giving the example of how many times did i use my phone but the phone itself is not the problem uh correct the problem is that we got used to it we got used to being the phone is has become an extension of the hand not only that Mm-hmm. Uh, we have we are we are now used to being able to con- uh, contact to anybody. We are used to not waiting. We are used to uh, being angry when somebody is not talking to us, and at the same time, being the very same person that we hate the most because we are completely fed up with communicating with other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So this is a big problem. This is what I'm trying to I uh, and trying to to put in front of everything else because when I can talk to you 100 times a day. Mm-hmm. If I do it 100 times times a day, it is going to become boring and even it is going to make me angry because 100 times is too much. It is. And half a thousand uh, messages that I got on my mobile phone today is way 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 too much it makes my uh, brain uh tired it makes me unable to function and it makes me unable to concentrate on everything that i need to do do you have a per app breakdown of that yes which media or which app gets you the most messages the actual uh, uh, emails first emails then whatsapp then uh, viber what about twitter Mm, it's something about check <laughs> not trying to make a point i'm genuinely interested uh if you see the number of pickups for today mm-hmm. so spark is an email message email discord whatsapp ring is my uh notification from my uh cameras fiber google apps and then the twitter so i picked my up i picked up my phone for the notification for the Twitter for the same time. So email pl- uh, go 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 back down. And go. this is this is the breakdown on on number of minutes. So 40 minutes on Twitter for the least amount of messages. Uh no, the most used is 51 uh, 51 uh, minutes uh on Twitter out of 1 hour 39 minutes uh of total time. This is actually an extension of the discussion that we had about Twitter. In a sense, I I really didn't want to make that point, but your problem is way too much usage of Twitter. Yes, okay, I'm completely fine with this, because all of us have some uh, uh, thing that we are using way too much. But what I'm happy with, and I don't mean that this is a good thing, is that my usage of Twitter is under an hour a day, because I know people who are using Facebook, for example. For ha- uh, for four hours or more a day on okay. their mobile phone, uh, or or uh, 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 playing videos on uh, on the mobile phones. Okay, Because, as you can see, I don't play videos on my mobile phone, and I'm not 
I don't have an opportunity to play them on the desktop because I'm working on something. So I think that my, compared to what is happening today, this result is comparatively good. It is wrong on so many levels, but it's comparatively good. Oh, I love it when you do those half-backed, half-ass excuses for the thing that you could do better, but you yeah, just give, don't. Give me your phone and unlock it. Uh, I'll find the well-being app for you. No problem. Could you do, a, do that? I have a sneaking suspicion that my statistics is going to be similar to yours, but in a different way. Actually, uh, uh, while you do that, I want to expand on the topic that we discussed and kind of like try to put things into, into perspective. Okay? This is your well-being. Yeah, okay. So, 23 minutes on Viber. Okay. 20 minutes on Facebook, which okay. I literally did not open today. Okay. Literally, I didn't touch it. Okay. And Firefox 19 minutes because I was very, very eager to know how our channel is doing. Okay. Only for that reason. Okay. That's cool. I, I uh, personally, I thought that Viber is going to be a little bit more. And this is actually a lot for me. So one hour and 52 minutes of uh, total time. 45 engaged. minutes less than yesterday. Do you know why? Uh, it's Friday today? Not, no, it's not that. Two reasons. I had, first and foremost, we are here. Okay. And the second reason is because a whole week long I had uh, training to do. And today it was an exceptionally involved day, which kind of the, kind of killed any chance of me going and vibrating all that all that much. I probably sent uh, from uh, the from eight in the morning when I started till one fifty p.m. when I finished the course. I probably sent less than two or three messages um, during uh, during that time, uh, unless we're talking about the lunch break, which was between one uh, to noon and one p.m. when when I sent maybe five or six. But yeah, the, the the surrounding things that were happening are partially the reason to my discredit. Yes. So basically, what you are saying is that two hours of your time is normal when you are engaged with other things. Um, when you when you take into consideration that you need to actually sleep, yes, this means ten percent of your time. Yeah, uh, I I would actually make that statistics a little bit worse if I can. Uh, you can take a look because there's this. No, no, I don't also. need it. I can yes, say it yeah. from the top of my head. Uh, a lot of it, at least, because I do a lot of stuff consciously. Uh, a lot of the messages that I get on Viber, uh, less so on WhatsApp. WhatsApp is less. Uh, I just have one or two contacts there that uh, require my attention for that purpose. But a lot of the stuff that I get on Viber is purely business. Okay. I have exactly four or five people altogether from the list of contacts that's in the thousands uh, that I contact via Viber, uh, like personally, you are just one of them. Okay. And um, to my uh, additional discredit, I stay up late way much more, way more, way more than you do. So I get uh, get to bed much later than you do on average, I'm saying. And that time difference that I spent not sleeping between, let's say, uh, midnight and on average 2 a.m., maybe even more, I spend most of that time uh, watching YouTube videos. Specifically, I'm not talking about politics or, or crap uh, or any kind of like following or some, of something that's less than interesting for both of us on an intellectual level. Mostly I look at, uh, let's say, musical videos because music is half of my life. 
live performances, a little bit of, uh, let's say, uh, talk shows, if they're funny, humoristic ones. Uh, sometimes I actually watch some videos about certain technologies or some of the uh, interesting channels that both of us. Okay, okay, at. okay. But uh, No, no, no. This is not an excuse. This is actually to, to paint the picture of how bad I do. Yes, but what I'm trying I'm to say it. is that you have the need to try to excuse yourself. No, 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 no. This a wasn't an excuse. No, 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 sorry, this sorry. was me piling up a lot of crap on top of myself. Yes, but, but also you are trying to explain it. Mm-hmm. Uh, when... We are in a position that we need to explain ourselves. Yeah, we know we're uh, doing something in, in, wrong. In front of ourselves. Yeah. Because you are not explaining this to me because I understand what you're doing. And you are one of the most organized people I know. Mm-hmm. And most uh, most self-concentrated people that actually uh, pay much more attention to their own time. Uh, uh, from all the people I know, you're probably the best one. Uh you had the problem with the you had the problem with the phone. Yes, I know I have a huge problem with my screen time, and I know that I'm not even beginning to scratch uh, other people's problem with the phones. And the reason, if you think about it, the reason why there actually is a well-being app that mm-hmm. is called Well-being yes. that is tracking your mobile phone uh, usage because you didn't know about it. Yes, and it exists is because people are getting way over their head by using their mobile phones. Agreed. So, we, what is the solution? Uh, what do we do about this? And I know what, what my solution to that problem is when I, uh, when I fight it, which I do oftentimes, actually. I don't know what yours is, but I can tell you what's mine. I switch to iOS. Yeah, that's a good. That's a because good one. Because iOS, iOS is so crappy when it comes to using uh, different uh, things that I'm used to using, mm-hmm. that I probably uh, cut my usage of the phone by thirty percent, forty percent, and mm-hmm. I'm completely happy with this. Excellent. So the next step is I need to get you Windows phone, and then it's going to go to normal. I think I'm going to uh, aim for Nokia thirty-three ten or something. No, like no, that. C zero two or whatever. So that the one that has uh, twenty-seven days of uh, uh, battery battery life because it doesn't, it cannot do anything basically. Okay. Other, other than calling people. When I, uh, I I'm very self-aware of some of the things happening uh, with in terms of uh, how my usage of social media in general impacts the quality of my life. Uh, I'm going to give you a couple of examples. First one is the most recent one. Uh, I uh, made a conscious effort of uh, doing something in terms of the position that I sit in in the last couple of weeks because I realized that uh, in accordance to the picture that you've shown me, people do this a lot. Yes, I know. And in my life, because of some of the some of the things that I used to do, that means also that I oftentimes get headaches when I do that position. So uh, uh, we haven't seen each other all that much this week because you were in, you had to do some uh, scientific paperwork. Uh, but I was here most of the time. Actually, the way in which I spent my time sitting when I was doing the online class was like this. Okay. So I made a conscious effort of realizing that the position that I'm putting my head in, generally speaking, not only because of the phone, because I cannot use my phone while I'm doing the teaching, of course. Um, But I made a conscious effort of uh, actually doing something about it. And before that, I had to think about it as well. And I came to, I actually made an experiment out of it. 
in a sense, I did that for the past 10 days or so. And I realized the second I start, stop doing that, I get less headaches, I feel less tired, and there are other side effects of that as well. So that's one of the examples of the things that I, uh, that I try to consciously control as much as I can. There are others, but that's beside the point. The way in which I fight the problem that well, almost everybody has is uh, when I become so aware or so irritated by the fact that I'm constantly doing you know, that, which is what we usually do, I take the phone, put it in another room, and take a book or watch a movie. Or um, you know, listen to some podcast, which, okay, which you, I tend to think, do. Do you think that you uh, you said that between whatever midnight and two o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. you are uh, browsing the YouTube, playing music, and so on? Yeah. Uh, do you think that this is the same thing that you would be doing with the book? Because this would be something that uh, this was something that I did with the book. I used uh, to do that exclusively yes, with books. Yes, yes, this was something that I do that I did before going to sleep. I would go to bed in I don't know at ten o'clock, eleven o'clock in the evening, and then I would I would read a chapter or two or three or four in the book, and it would take me two or three hours, and then I would go to sleep. So this time was also spent on some but something else. Mm-hmm. But I think that the main difference uh, is that when you're reading a book. You concentrate for two hours. When you are uh, using uh, YouTube or whatever channel there is, you are dispersing your attention in such a way that you are actually training your uh, brain to multitask, 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 multitask. Something else could be said about that. There are people who need that uh, interaction with YouTube or some TV show or something to actually get rid of all of the stuff that's happening in their heads as well. I know a lot of people like that. Okay. Uh, I'm definitely not one of those those people because I'm always concentrated on something. But yeah, you have a point there. But our stories differ in a sense that uh, I didn't stop reading. Uh, I uh, n- Neither did you. That's not the difference. But the difference is that over time when I was spending so much time reading, uh, which I started doing again in life after getting rid of my previous job, which required me to be awake at yes. 3 or 4 in the morning to contact people all over the world for... okay hardware and stuff so i replaced that yet again back with uh, reading books etc as a result of the stuff that i read which was in the hundreds of books per year i started doing a lot of speed reading so i don't need three hours anymore to read a book okay or five or seven or ten or eleven i I read probably three times as fast as your normal human being does okay but uh and I'm, i'm exclusively calling this not normal the thing that I do. I'm, I'm completely but, fine with this because uh, they do it sometimes, but uh, it depends on the book. Depends on the book. If I'm reading something that uh, requires, uh, that is required for me to go through to understand what is inside it, I'm going to do the speed reading. If I'm trying to read something like, uh, I don't know, Terry Pratchett or some fantasy book, I'm going to make a conscious effort of trying to actually slow read it because mm-hmm. I want to be able to imagine what is happening inside the book. So these are different things. I have a couple of different approaches to that, but my approach is not only speed reading. I, I am a, a very obsessive reader. You know that uh, for the books that I really am connected with, you know, I can quote them probably page to page by page. Yes, okay. That's, that's, that's the thing that I do, which is not necessarily normal, but it is what it is. That's okay. the way in which I remember things and which in which I immerse myself with something. Since I'm the one interrog- interrogating you today, uh, <laughs> 
Do you listen to audiobooks? No. Because I do. There's a reason why I don't. Uh, there is a reason why I do. Because people usually uh, listen to audiobooks uh, speeded up. People usually uh, speed them up by uh, 40%, 50%, whatever, because they want to go through the audiobook. Uh, the reason why I listen to audiobooks is because I don't like spending time in my car uh, listening to radio or listening to anything other than either a book or a podcast. Because I think that this is time much better spent. Mm -hmm. So I'm used to consuming, because I won't call it reading, mm -hmm. consuming two or three books uh, per month just in my car. Mm -hmm. Just to be able to uh, spend that time in a way that makes me feel that I didn't waste the time just driving. I agree with you. That's perfectly reasonable. Yeah, so I don't do it at all. I, I don't, I don't uh, listen to audiobooks uh, at all outside of my car. I only do it exclusively in the car. Because I just want to make that time special and make, okay, uh, make, make do what I can do uh, with the time that I have. Mm -hmm. That would that would otherwise be spent just basically staring at the staring at the traffic in front of me. The only uh, the only times when I was listening to audio audiobooks was way back when I was doing that previous previous job when I was traveling for a long time. That was time well spent for me because I was very much used to uh, traveling. You know, either five, six hundred kilometers or a thousand, eleven hundred kilometers to get to some city, so that I can do some meetings, etc. And that, uh, 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 so driving, and in parallel to that, reading, to, uh, listening to some book, also helped me could to keep keep myself awake. It was more interesting as well because driving on a highway is boring for five hundred yes, kilometers, okay. which can easily distract you. You know, looking at the lines in the peripheral vision, etc. There are there are papers written about that. So that was the only time when I tried to consciously make myself uh, listen to audiobooks, but I'm unable to do that, and there's a valid reason why. Okay. Uh, the other thing, uh, when we... I will tell you why a little bit later. Oh, okay, 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 but the other thing that I'm trying to make as a point is that we are probably people who are, as we say, we continue to say it uh, episode through episode, we are different. Mm -hmm. uh, because we are probably uh, relics of a past uh, long gone. I will ask people who are watching us because... Uh, what feel I free feel, to comment. Yes, feel free to comment because uh, we are used to... We had a different life. Yes. Uh, that ex uh, we remember the life that existed before the mobile phones. Yes. We remember the life that existed before all the communication channels. I would say something else which is much more general. We actually grew up before mobile phones actually grew up before that. Yes. We were uh, old in college when phones started becoming something of a thing. We were even in the university. Yeah, yeah. Because the phones were uh, becoming a thing when we were deeply into the university. Yes, yes. So exactly. uh, smartphones were the thing for the last, what, 15 years? Yeah, before that, I think. Yes. The, the regular phones, but still, it was but the late phones, 90s, beginning of the 2000s. Yes, so so this is something that was actually uh, a thing that happened to us, mm -hmm. but we weren't used to it. Correct. Uh, modern generations are most, more uh, basically used to having a thing that is always on, 
always communicating. And I had a, I have a kid. My kid is five years old, and uh, there was a, a quiz for kids to, uh, to try to understand what is the which which one is the odd uh, thing uh, odd thing out of a set. Mm-hmm. And there was a drawing of uh, I think it was a spatula, a ball, a TV. Uh, buckets, and they said uh, which one, which of those things you wouldn't take uh, with you um, uh, out for play. And he said the TV. Okay, I said okay, completely fine. TV is the thing you wouldn't uh, you wouldn't take out uh, to play. And asked him why, and he said because there is no internet on the uh, on the playground. And I said, but the TV does uh, needs electricity, not uh, internet. Oh. Yeah, realization Be- moment. Because he doesn't understand that TV and internet are different things. Can coexist one without the other. So the electricity and the internet for him are mm-hmm. the same thing. If a things can be, if a thing can be on, it is going to be connected to the internet. I, d- I had a similar experience with my, uh, my son, who is okay. He is twelve years older than yours. He's seventeen years old. But recently he asked me about, uh, uh, you talked about screen time, so there is a policy that his uh, his mother implements in terms of how much time he can spend on the internet. I think that's one of the best things I've ever heard of, actually, in, in terms of the child development and education and many other things. I completely agree with that approach. Whoever wants to uh, go with me because of that, that's your prerogative. That's completely fine as well. But as a result of that, uh, that's being implemented long term since he was very young. Uh, now he's 17 and he wants, of course, a little bit more YouTube. He watches chess. So he doesn't consume YouTube as, you know, garbage media or something. He doesn't uh, doesn't look for drama or whatever, you know, for some celebrity or something. He watches chess and basketball. That's all that he's interested in. And he asked me, could uh, could I have a little bit more screen time? Can you discuss this with my mom or something? I was like, no. He asked me why. And I told him because every time you want to spend one minute more on YouTube looking at that, you should take out the chessboard and start playing. Or you should uh, take a basketball and start playing. Or you should take a book and start reading. Because if it was up to me, you would get less. (laughs) And only up to me. You would get less screen time than that. He was surprised. <coughs> he was surprised at that in, in, in a sense. I, I got that. But it was a very big revelation for me in a sense of how well behaved he is in general because he wanted a conversation about that. Your kid doesn't do conversation about that. He usually just starts. But, okay, uh, but he's, he's, five. He's, he's five. way younger. Yeah, I know. I understand. Just give me a second. Okay. Yeah, your your kid is way younger, etc. I understand the uh, the difference, etc. But I cannot honestly tell you this, and this is not a uh, this is not the kind of derogatory comment, or it's not aimed at you or your kid. He's way less less disciplined than my was at his age. Okay. I can openly say that, and I could I could give you a hundred reasons why. Okay, but uh, right now we are not trying to uh, talk about their kids. We are talking about other people. No, no, but they're a metaphor of what's happening. Yes, but I think that the problem is that uh, other people who are much uh, older than than them, who are even older than us, have a big, big, big problem with uh, the media, with the phones, with their concentration. 
and different things that probably shouldn't be even happening. Agreed. So let's switch, let's switch um, our conversation to one thing that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. You mentioned that you do something or the people do something to clear their head. Mm-hmm. So basically... Uh, watch, watch a stupid watch, TV watch. show or something which is probably, you know, humor or something. Or so whatever. everybody remembers the... the it, it is probably... Uh, cliche about uh, people uh, falling asleep in front of the TV. Yeah. Basically, that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I need to clear my head, I would go to YouTube and watch, uh, I don't know, a woodworking channel. Agreed. Or a DIY channel. DIY Perks, for example. DIY or Perks like or uh, Jimmy DiResta or somebody like this because I want to see something made. Made, correct. Yeah. And I... Is this, by the way, is this recent for you, or, or were you always like that? I was always like this. It started happening to me, let's say, three or four years ago. I think I've, I've been doing it this for the last 10 plus years. Okay. Because uh, I want to uh, see stuff being made, and I like to consume channels that are not making too much fuss about it. Yeah. So I like... I like for, for example, Jimmy Dresda, because the, he's, he's called the grandfather of DIY, because he's the guy who can actually create a video of 25 minutes uh, of him creating, a, I don't know, a table without a single word, be, word being spoken. So just the uh, noises of the uh, machines, his, his and, machines and his shop and the people around him, but him actually working at the table mm-hmm. and creating something out of nothing or something out of crap, because he's uh, doing a lot of recycling of all, all the other things. And Mad he, props for that. Yes, and he's a guy who is actually inspirational because uh, uh, this makes me uh, understand how to uh, switch my view on normal everyday things and uh, how to take another viewpoint on how to use those. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. Uh, chainsaw can be used as a table leg. Mm-hmm. So this is the idea that he he has, and I can see that those things are possible. And then it, you understand that you can actually make something out of something else without uh, without trying to uh, force it. And I don't like channels that that say, "Okay, uh, take a table and then uh, buy legs and then put those together." Yeah, everybody I, can do that. Okay, I I, 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 pref- I prefer the channels that are going to say, okay, take a door, uh, get get the door out, and then uh, create the t- uh, table legs out of uh, microphone stands. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be much more interesting for me because it makes me think about how inter- uh, how to uh, how people uh, things interact. But let's switch over from me or you. Let's go back to the uh, point of how to avoid the problem of different devices taking over your life. You have to do it consciously. There is no way around it. You have to train yourself. Um, the reason you mentioned something which was very nice of you to say, basically, that I'm uh, well-organized, etc. I'd like to think that that's partially because of... Uh, the fact that they used to do a lot of sports because that's what teaches you a lot of uh, 
things about doing stuff long term, do it in, pro, uh, in a programmed fashion at given time with certain quality, doing it all over again many, many times over until you get it right, etc. So that's a part of the, again, of the algorithm that I have up here. Uh, and out of that fact, my way of thinking about getting rid of some of those bad habits was, would always be something related to finding something better to do, whatever it is. So I would train myself to do something else, which is exactly the reason why at times I don't answer to any messages for, especially in the evening, for three, four, five hours because I'm doing music with my band or I'm playing back home, have a guitar in my hand, and I don't care about the, a thing in the world while I do that. You need to have, for me, it's a venting mechanism in a sense. For me, that's that stupid show to clear my head in a sense it might be something different for other people as well. We are all different. It's better thing that uh, you and I, we, are, we have created, even this show is one way for us to create a concentrated uh, outlet to just let our creative selves uh, out and to talk about things that we care about. It's about focusing yes, as well. Yes, and because we are obviously sort of kind of able to fo focus on a particular uh, topic. And this is something that I think is missing. Yes. Because, because uh, if you take a look at the... I have, I have uh, YouTube open just because. If you take a look at what is required, uh, what are the met metrics the YouTube requires you to say, okay, your channel is... Uh, monetized. Monetized, or let's, let's call it successful. Uh, it, it doesn't mean it is successful. Agreed. But it means that it is actually making uh, making some progress. So the metrics that they're they're that uh, they're asking for is ten thousand subscribers. No, no, thousand subscribers. Thousand, okay. Four thousand public view hours. Okay. Or ten million shorts view. Okay, that's so, insane. So yeah, so where the focus is. <laughs> so they think they understand that the focus is that people are so used to watching shorts that it takes 10 million uh, 10 million views of shorts uh, to make your channel interesting. At at the same time 4000 hours of view time combined mm -hmm. uh has the same effect. So thank they, thank you YouTube for making stuff to the detriment of our society. No, I would say that what they are trying to make you think is that they are trying to make uh, uh, content creators create stuff that is long, uh, longer in duration. So you mean that they are trolling us? No, they are making us create longer content because they are okay. they are awarding us for longer content. They are trying to uh, make creating shorts a disadvantage. I see it actually in a completely different way, but maybe I'm maybe because I'm it takes it takes you ten million. 10 yeah, million. I understand the metrics. And also, uh, uh, one more one more point: ten million in ninety days, or four hundred hours, four thousand hours in three sixty-five days. So in a year. Oh, uh, okay. Now I get it. I'm with so, you. So the idea is to create a interesting longer-term, longer long, long-time, long-running content. And this is something that I think is missing. Oh, I agree. Because right now you can basically uh, you can create a short with your phone at any given moment of the day, and people are creating shorts that make absolutely no sense. They're prerogative. 
yes, and the problem is that uh, those people also got uh, get thousands of views or millions of views. That's that's not the problem per se. It's no, just the, what it is. It's just a symptom. Yes. It's just a symptom of what is happening. But I don't see a way out. Uh, as long as YouTube does the things this way, now that you have explained this to me, because obviously I haven't looked into this all that much, uh, and hopefully um, uh, if they uh, change some of those numbers to further the difference between those two content usage models, to go even more hand-in-hand -hand with the longer format, etc., it might be helpful for the general population. I'm not saying it will be. I'm saying it might be. I'm going to say uh from as an outsider because i'm watching youtube since the youtube uh, became youtube but i haven't been a content creator uh, before we started to do, do, do this i you have, have you have a camera shots video on your channel Come yes on. okay okay but but <laughs> I, I i wasn't doing it on purpose uh, yes. uh i have watched a lot of creators during during the, these years what i see is that youtube is still not trying to push shorts they are trying they are not going to uh, when they are investing money in new shows mm -hmm. uh, what they are trying to do is they are trying to make uh, shows that are 15 minutes or more in length they are not investing money in shorts they are telling telling the uh, creators to create shorts but when they actually talk with their money they are buying longer running shows episodic shows so they're you mean tv series or sort of a kind of tv series okay because they're trying to create exclusive content that is not going to be slow oh uh, so, sorry fast mm -hmm. they're not, go not going to try to make you create short content hmm. that's also interesting okay and i think this is this is part of the part of the solution because Okay. You have to come closer to the microphone. Okay, man. sorry, but uh, I think that the this is the part of the solution. Mm -hmm. Because I think that part of the problem is uh, content platforms uh, making you benefit from shorter content. So TikTok. TikTok. Agreed. Or Instagram or whatever. Instagram, I would separate in two halves, actually, in a sense. I am just a very, very, very casual, recent Instagram user. Okay. I just started using it a couple of months ago, and I rarely check it. I check it when somebody on the list of my Instagram contacts, of the which there isn't all that uh, all that many, sends me something that's funny, and or I check the videos that are interesting to me on certain topics like uh, National Geographic, uh, some stuff about animals, uh, sometimes some stuff related to, let's say, handiwork at home, uh, cooking. There are a lot of cooking things, uh, videos being uh, produced for Instagram as well, stuff like that, like everyday stuff, which is normal in human. But I spend probably in the seconds of time intervals at Instagram per day. And I think this is the reason why Instagram has a problem. Because they went with the idea of shorter content, so mm -hmm. three minutes or less, and then they misunderstood the people who were creating content. So the TikTok basically just turned on full blast the idea of 15-second video. Mm -hmm. And the 
video that is completely compelling in first 10 seconds and then that's it. And I think that the problem with TikTok is that they're pushing it way, 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 way over the what is what would be normal. Okay. But also, but also you cannot say, okay, this platform is uh, harmful to people because it is. Why not? It but, is. Yes, but on the other hand, you have a right to your opinion, as I do. Yes, but uh, I'm not only talking about my opinion. Mm -hmm. I'm also talking about. We cannot say that one platform is bad or the other one or the other is bad. Okay, that's fine. You, you told me that you, I'm wasting too many, uh, too much time on t Twitter. Mm -hmm. At the same time, I'm not using Facebook anymore at all. Mm -hmm. I did three posts in last three years. Yeah. Uh, the reason is because I feel better on Twitter. Although people think that Twitter is vitriolic. Uh, it is. Uh, for me, it is not. Because my, my timeline... Yeah, I understand. Okay, okay. my timeline used to be normal. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, thanks to Elmo, uh, my timeline uh, looks different. And I think that I'm going to completely um, uh, stop using Twitter. Not because I dislike the medium. Uh, it is because I'm getting information pushed uh, from the Twitter itself that I not only don't care about, but it's also bothering me or making me nervous. So it's not fun to use Twitter anymore. But having uh, taken all this into, into consideration, I think that when we are talking about content creation, Twitter is not content creation network. It's just basically a way of venting. And if, yeah. if you're a troll of, like me, you are just used to uh, listening to people screaming in the, into the void mm -hmm. and uh, reading their thoughts, that's it. But TikTok is different. Mm -hmm. TikTok is trying to make you uh, because I cannot make my money from my tweets. From TikToks, I can make money if I make something crazy enough for people to uh, watch in the millions. To, to watch, watch in the millions. Mm -hmm. So this is the main reason I'm not being rewarded for my Twitter experience or my Twitter content. But you are still picking up your phone for it. Yes, okay, but I'm not being rewarded for it. Mm -hmm. With TikTok, the problem is that I'm being rewarded for it. Okay, I get it. It's a, a good carrot and a stick methodology that you're trying to employ here. Okay, I, I agree with that as well. That's that's perfectly reasonable. There's, there's actually uh, one other point that you could make if you knew your history of all of the, let's say, chat services that led to the development of soft social networks at the end of the day. Not to get into the 70s or 80s because there were some chat services even back then that are documented in the weird corners of the internet, not going to go into that. I think that both of us kind of started in terms of using these sorts of services with BBSs. Yes. Then after BBSs, which were really fun, I think they, they were really fun to interact with people because you were so limited in the capability to interact with people, you, uh, the, so you had to get very creative. And uh, for the for the, the good and the bad of it, also BBSs were used a lot for various types of soft, software piracy, etc. That's the good side, good and the bad side of it. But, but I, w I, w I would say not because in order to pirate software on the internet on the BBSs in the late eighties, uh, early nineties, early nineties, you had to waste a lot of money on modem. Yeah, I know. Yes, basically you had to waste Impulses. a lot of time. Yes, I and know. the other thing that uh, made BBS is interesting is that BBS were pretty topical as well. 
No, no, not, not only that, but uh, coming back to the idea of having to be uh, somewhere at a particular point in time. Correct. You couldn't check on the messages all day. You mm-hmm. had to uh, make, a, make a conscious effort to create a connection to the BBS, get your messages, read them, reply to them, and then upload them back. Mm-hmm. So basically, it was pretty much like uh, using post office. Yeah. But electronic yeah. post office. Okay. Then the next step in that process was... Uh, I'm, I'm not. Uh, I'm not doing an analysis that's based on uh, t- uh, uh, listing everything. I'm just talking about the most popular ones. That's that's what's my focus. Not only from my perspective, but it just was. The next step in that process was internet relay chat. Okay. I've spent thousands of hours there, thousands and thousands of hours, and, and met a lot of people there as and well. Wh- what about Muds? No, I didn't use Mud at all. But yes, they were also. Less, they were a, a very weird text game combined with the capability to chat. Yes, I think that the buds were first uh, multiplayer game. Multiplayer waste of time game. Yeah, I would actually, if you want to go there, uh, you could use Unix Talk as well, and people use that a lot. Yes, yeah, you, you, so. could, you you could message and uh, you could actually. There was a time back then mm-hmm. when you could uh, anonymously uh, connect to Unix systems and message people mm-hmm. and talk to them and uh, remotely as well to other systems. Yes, yes. As yes, long yes. as Talk Demon was there, yeah. Yes, and you can also finger people and uh, get. Don't their, say that out loud. There, somebody is going to misunderstand you. Everybody who misunderstands me fingering people on the in the eighties uh, is the person. Look, finger Unix. Finger Unix, yes, uh, because. Back then, it was normal for you to try to push information about your personal uh, uh, phone number and personal email on other people. Yes. Also, we are the opposite today. Yes. Uh, also, the mailing demons were actually actively trying to help you send emails, not stopping you from sending emails. <laughs> so you usage could, models were so different. Yes, because relaying messages was something that was actually done because you wanted to help, help other Unix systems to work. And in the era of internet relay chat, we also had bots. So bots existed in the 90s already. They're not exactly new technology. They weren't as smart as the ones today, like ChatGPT or whatnot, and there are many others. But they were able to have a conversation with you and do stuff for you, like kick free people from the channels and whatnot. That being said, I just yesterday or two days ago, I read a discussion on Facebook. I, I, it made me laugh my ass off about sending files. Because nowadays, if I want to send a file to you via Viber, via WhatsApp or whatever, because you're not on Facebook, you didn't see that discussion. DCC? DCC in, uh, in Internet Leary Chat was direct connection from me to you. Yes. That doesn't exist anymore. All of them are via some kind of a centralized service. You know that. Yes, because it's... But I'm not saying it's a good or a bad thing. It's just, it is what it is. But okay, let's, let's not go to, into too many details, but uh, let's say that the fi- idea of a firewall... Mm-hmm. was something that happened uh, quite a long time after the DCC and everything else was happening. Mm. So basically, you were, you, were, you were connected to the internet without any uh, protection at all. Yeah, Zone Alarm Pro was heavy, heavy, heavy on yes, but it, resources it, it, back then. Very popular app. Still exists today. Yes, I know. I know. 
But okay, let's let's not and, go. And the, then it's ICQ and Skype and what what blah 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 all, all the way to today when we have the discords of the world in terms of chat services, WhatsApps, Vibers, Facebook chats, Google chats, whatnot, and the social media on the side. I'm just going to say one thing. Uh, what is actually uh, the most ironic thing that I, th- like I I can think of is we are right now able to t- contact each other p- through. God knows how many different channels. Tens, tens, even uh, probably hundreds of different channels. Uh, the phone lines still work the best. The best. Voice over IP in all the different versions it, it exists uh, is usually the worst solution when it comes to uh, talking to people. A lot of people would disagree with you, but I, I understand where you're coming from. Yes, because when I'm outside... Mm-hmm. Uh, my phone is going to be the phone. I'm yes. going to be able to call you. Mm-hmm. If I need to open a connection to you, open a connection to you, uh, if I need to talk to you uh, through, I don't know, Discord, Teams, whatever, I need to take a look at my phone. I need to call you. I need to uh, select which speaker do I want to use. Do I want to use a speaker phone or do I want to use the Bluetooth headset or, headset or, or, headset or whatever? Yeah. Then I need to t- check and ask you, okay, can you hear me now? Yes, you can hear me. Okay, let's talk now. Now the coverage is not so good because I'm switching over from 4G to 5G or to 3G to whatever. So, and then a gazillion steps before you actually do something useful. And then everybody gives up and calls each other on the normal mobile phone. You know what's the main difference for me actually between the age that we kind of reminisced about and uh, mentioned, like uh, uh, internet relay chat age talk finger, okay. and today. In those days, when you wanted to chat with somebody. As you prob- as you rightfully said, uh, was the only way to do that was you had to be at the same place at the same time. Yes, online at the same place at the same time, not physically necessarily. But there's a second side to that story which I really liked as well. Let's say that uh, you were chatting on terminals or whatever uh, from 5 a.m. till 11 p.m. Okay. Eventually, you had to go home. Okay? Yes. And when you went home, I don't know about you, but I can tell you about uh, my experience of that. When I got home, I did not think about chatting on, on that for the foreseeable amount of hours. Yes. And that's good. And the other thing that you, when you called somebody, mm-hmm. you were basically uh, connected to the, your wall. Mm-hmm. Okay, you could... Uh, get uh, mobile, mobile. You could get uh, radio phones. Let's call them radio phones. So wireless phones that were, you were able to go uh, and walk around the house with. But you were both uh, limited by the amount of power that your batteries had. Mm-hmm. It was at best an hour, because when you try to uh, talk to somebody for longer than an hour, the batteries ran out. Mm-hmm. This is one thing. And the other thing, you were actually chained or connected to your wall. Mm-hmm. So when you talk to somebody, you knew uh, that there was an actual limit on the amount of uh, time that you're going to spend. Because uh, as always, the phone was somewhere in the middle of the house. Everybody uh, was listening Heard to by you. everybody. Yes, it was the... Privacy wasn't all that good. No, but not only that, but you didn't have the place to sit. You were in the middle of the hall. Uh, everybody was going around and st- telling you, okay, please Yet stop. again, this sounds, uh, this sounds oddly autobiographic. 
Yes, but uh, everybody did that. Because the uh, way where everybody was trying to design their phones was to put them in the middle of the uh, apartment for the phone to be heard when, when somebody was ringing. You, want, you know what was the most fun part of that experience? When you brought the ARIA 211 cable. Yes. Which happened a lot. Yes, and when you had to extend your cable to your modem and then uh, you had to say to other people, please do not pick up the phone because you're going to break the connection. One and so line, etc. But we, so have, we, have uh, we have strayed away from the uh, initial topic. No, we didn't. We have a problem. Yes, we do. Uh, and the problem is not going to solve itself. No, I told you what the solution is. Yes. So basically you are take, uh, telling people to be... Uh, as good as you, uh, as you are and in organizing their own, no, their own time. No, I'm just saying that people need to find something that's more interested and, uh, interesting and focus on that. That's the first step. And after that first step, they can figure out for, for themselves what to do. Because that's the, that's the human way. That, uh, I, I'm not implementing any kind of discipline with uh, web kind of military or robotic way. That's not it. You have to just find something that's better that's more interesting to you or which is more fun to you at the end of the day. The fun seems to be the keyword of every discussion nowadays for some reason. Let me throw you a curveball there. Okay. Uh, we were talking a lot about artificial intelligence. We were talking mm -hmm. about a lot of uh, stuff that you do all the day and throughout the day. Mm -hmm. uh, do you think that a part of the interviewing process for a job is going to be a person asking you to turn over your records for the time that you're using your phone and the information, which applications you are using. You mean from the perspective of checking how much time you were working yes. versus not? Yes. I don't see that as being something that's going to be implemented ever. It goes way, way too far uh, across the line uh, uh, of uh, what's privacy and what's not. Okay, but right now, uh, the only reason why people in the, let's say here in our company or what, whatever, are not tracking you is because tracking you is complicated. Uh, okay. Uh, it, it requires uh, firewalls, it requires uh, log analysis and so on. I see artificial, uh, artificial intelligence filling this void in probably a couple of years. Okay. So in a couple of years, I could say, okay, uh, whatever, let's call him... I know Joe. Joe, uh, AI, please give me the breakdown of what Weathering has been doing for the last month. And if that if my phone is uh, uh, controlled and given to me by the company, uh, I would probably have to accept that. Hence, one of the reasons why I never had the discussion with any company because I use my own phone. I never. I'm, I'm not but only talking about the. You phones. know what I say. I'm yeah. always. Uh, I'm talking also about the computer at, uh, at your uh, office. Workplace. Okay. Yes, Wi-Fi because your phone needs to connect to it. Mm -hmm. So, the artificial intelligence is going to be able to say how much you are distracted during the day. I think that even for me. And I'm trying to be, uh, 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 let's say, a little bit above average rational person than what I think should be. I think that's way too much rational analysis for me to be used as a means for discussion, you know, from HR or management towards some kind of an employee to tell him or her that he or she isn't doing a good job. I think Which is the next step, in, if, if your thought process is, is implemented, probably. But I, th I think that the problem is going to be that people are going to understand how other people are not doing their jobs. 
Because uh, when it comes to being... Uh, if that information is public, you mean? No, no, not only if it's public, but if you are uh, comparing different people, mm -hmm. all of us are being uh, sidetracked by people, the, the, the stuff that is going on in our lives. So, using too much using of mobile phone in one way or the other, the TikTok, the, the Facebook, the uh, Instagram, the, tele, the Telegram, the Signal, the Viber, the WhatsApp, the whatever, and when people actually start comparing uh, the records for different people, they're going to see that nobody is innocent. Because That's obvious without looking into yes, it. Yes, so I think that this is going to be just a measure of you being more focused person or not a more focused person. So <laughs> this is not going to be a problem. They're going to say, okay, everybody is losing three hours a day by looking at their mobile phones, but you are focusing more on the YouTube. I am focusing more on the Twitter. So you are better than me. I think that you're just looking for a solution without the problem. I can see this problem and the solution happening in the next two years. Yeah, I know, but it's still a solution for problems that doesn't exist. We are all guilty of that. So let's move on from that. Okay, but you know people from HR in the marketing, so they're going to do it uh, anyways. Not other types of people will dot HR in marketing, but yeah. You know that the problem with the, with uh, adopting that uh, type of thought process is actually much greater in a sense, to be a little bit more somber for a second. If you adopt these sorts of approaches, you're basically giving a blanket, blanket statement that you think that the whole time that your employee works or should work, can be rationally analyzed, uh, quantified, measured, and then um, um, then effectively uh, summated and quantified as um, something like uh, effectiveness or some kind of parameter like that, maybe even used for bonuses or for whatever. Like being put into an Excel and then create a management profile out of your Excel of every person. Okay, I see where you're going. Into. But there's a difference when that uh, that process that you just described half-jokingly jokingly involves a person. But we all know a lot of people who think about employees like this. Mm-hmm. We know a lot of people who think that the employees should be there at nine o'clock, should finish at uh, five o'clock in the uh, in the afternoon. They should be uh, at work at nine o'clock sharp. They should be finishing uh, at five o'clock sharp. And then we all know how it uh, ends mm -hmm. with the people who are waiting for uh, at uh, four fifty nine and uh, just waiting behind the door. There are people like that around you, so yes, and these are the people that, that dis disrespect the most. You know why that's not going to happen to us? Not you and me, but by extension, the whole country, because we are not Norway. Okay, because Norway has that implemented on a less. It's not a forceful way. It's just their firmware. Uh, most of the companies operate 8 to 4, 9 to 5, and then throw you out of the building. I've seen it happen because I've spent a hell of a lot of time there. It's okay. I, I like that a lot. Uh, f even for me, uh, and I like working extra hours and doing stuff outside the working we didn't hours, even touch, We didn't even touch the, touch the idea of uh, there being a law against uh, your company sending you emails after work. Yeah, Germany did something yes, like that. Yes, yes, you, yes. Yeah, last year or two years ago. Yeah, you I can, understand you can, you that can, as you well. Can, you can actually completely opt out of receiving emails out of, outside your work. That's okay as well. 
But, as long as that's the legal framework, I'm all for it. I think this should be a legal framework. I, I actually agree be with Because you. I would say that uh, we had a, a regular postal service for the last what, whatever hundreds of years. Uh, but actually, if you, if you think of it in a way, that's uh, directly related to our conversation as yes, well. Yes, yes. Directly. It, it, one of the most key drivers of that. Yes, because we had postal service. Mm -hmm. I can send you a letter. I can send you an urgent letter, mm -hmm. or I can send you what is what recommended used to be or what? No, no, what, what used to be called a telegram. Telegram, yeah. So telegram is uh, something that is going to be delivered to you uh, in under whatever four hours or, mm -hmm. or so. So I have ways of uh, declaring urgency in a message to you, mm -hmm. and this should be able. To, you should be able to do it uh, via email, but priority in an email. Just saying, okay, this is a priority email, this is not a priority email. Okay, flag. Uh, this is not good enough. Mm -hmm. Because I want the non-prioritized email to wait for me in the morning, but not be delivered when it was sent. Mm -hmm. Just because I want the person who is sending the email to have to make a conscious effort to say, okay, this is important, or this won't get delivered. Uh, until the morning? Until the morning. Working day morning. Yes, and when they say, okay, this is extremely important, to make them uh, have to explain why it was important in the, uh, in the first place. The two of us are also, t uh, there are key differences between us actually and one other thing. I'm all for your thought process of doing all of this that you just said, perfectly fine. But we have, uh, it, it's not, uh, it's not uh, the, the, the thought or a conclusion or something that we think about or something that we do, it's just the way we are. You prefer doing things exactly that way. So yes. you would like to have some order from 8 to 4, 6 to 5, to have at least some sense of order in there, which there isn't, not by somebody trying to force you into it. It's kind of like a life thing and a specificness of the job, because sometimes you have some stuff to do in the evening, sometimes it's in the morning. So that kind of a rhythm in our job oftentimes is impossible. But our key difference, uh, and I'm not saying that this is for the good, is that I really like being here. I really like doing the stuff that I do. I me like too, me too. No, 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 no. But I, sp I like spending many more extra hours on top of what you do, um, doing s stuff that might be or might not be interesting to you. But I still feel that that's something that's good because the work that we do is not a job. Okay, I'm, I'm completely That's related with you. to that. It's, okay? it's, it's, I'm completely with you. Because I do a lot of things that... Uh, I'm doing just because I'm doing them, because and, I like doing them. And I'm answering to stupid phones uh, messages that were sent for, from our students at 11 p.m. and just like you, yes. at 1 a.m. and 7 a.m. I want whatnot. I want to create an environment where a person, when he's communicating, okay. needs to declare the priority of, that he is expecting. Mm. So that I can filter out the priorities, mm -hmm. but also that the systems filter out the priorities. AI is there to, to do your bidding. Yes, so that I can actually say, I'm not right now, I'm not available unless it's an actual emergency. And I want to for other people to understand when I'm saying this, that okay. I mean it, and that I, that I even didn't get their, uh, their message because they weren't considering it an emergency, but they felt like it was important. Because the biggest problem that is right now happening with, uh, in the communication uh, channels between two people is that 
I will send you a message that is basically completely uh, unimportant. Mm-hmm. But back uh, in the back of my hand, uh, head, I, I'm going to say, okay, he's not responding for the for the half an hour. Let me check why he's not responding. I want to be able to have to create a conscious effort to say this is an important message. Otherwise, to have my consciousness understand that you are not going to respond. Do you want to? Actually, that's that's a good point of discussion as well. We already established that we spend way too much time on these things. Yes. How about if we do an experiment? Let's try to implement your label-based rule to our conversations on Viber, WhatsApp, whatever we use uh, outside of working hours because rarely we exchange emails after working hours. That's not the... That's not something that we do okay, very okay. often. Uh, to, to be completely honest, I'm not the person you exchange emails with. Okay, uh, that's also true, but that c- comes from our background. This doesn't come from the fact that I don't want to send you emails, you know? This comes from uh, me not wanting to send emails to anybody. Yes. Because I don't reply to emails, yes. so, so it's part of my, uh, my uh, ethos. Yes, but but it's actually, it's less related to that. I'm aware of that. Yeah, yes, I know, I know. I'm but it's less related, yeah, I know. It's less related to actu- uh, that actually... It's more related to our mutual uh, internet relay chat meets uh, Skype meets uh, ICQ past. We are more oriented towards our communication via those channels than via email. It's a simple truth. But I would like an independent uh, communication channel that is able to implement the priorities for you. So if I send you an email Mm -hmm. or I send you a message, and if I don't declare it a priority... And you say, I'm not available right now. I want the message to be undelivered until okay, a certain... Okay, I get so, it. So, because this means that I'm completely aware mm-hmm. that you are not seeing it. Okay. So, you are not going to see it. And if I want you to see it, I need to declare it an emergency. Okay. There might be a very nasty side effect of your system. Not between us, but if you look Which at it one? from a larger scale. There will be people who will get offended because of the the thing that you asked. Okay, I'm completely fine with it. So there will be people who are going to send you an email and expect the, the email to be answered while it's undelivered, regardless of the urgency or non-urgency flag set to it. Let's call it that way. And you cannot average that out across a society. It's impossible. But from my point of view, I want to have a normal way of doing this because then I can filter, filter those people out. Because I get to, it. To, be com- to be completely honest, I'm completely fine with people who don't have boundaries being offended. I'm not. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, being not offended by me. Wrong, wrong. Okay. So not what I wanted to say. If, if, we, uh, if a person thinks that I should be always uh, online, mm-hmm. I should always respond to the messages, I should always be online. Yeah, feel free to uh, feel resp- uh, feel uh, despondent to that and be angry about it as much yes. as you like. I agree. So, uh, uh, if you don't respect my boundaries, I have no problem with you being offended. Agreed. It's fine. Agreed. It's fine. Because I want to have, but I want to have a... Uh, a we we already have a, a kind of kind of sort of uh, a mechanism for this. Mm-hmm. You know that in WhatsApp you can uh, disable the uh, received message uh, information. Yes, and a lot of people are using that. Yes. Do you feel offended by this? Not in the least. I know people who are. Me too. Because they say, "Okay, you are now uh, just making me uh, wait because <sighs> w- why are you not responding to my message? Yeah. I know you have received it." 
But what if I didn't? What if I actually switched my phone to the sleep mode and the phone is actually not delivering me the messages? Which Viber is guilty of more often than not? This is the only thing that I actually like uh, with iOS. When you switch it to, uh, to sleep mode, uh, right now, if I take a look at my uh, phone, I cannot tell if there are messages waiting for me or not. Excellent. I will see uh, just an icon. When I switch from the sleep mode to the normal mode, I will see how many messages did I receive. Mm-hmm. The messages are received by the phone, mm-hmm. but they're not displayed to me in any way because it is waiting for me to say, okay, I'm ready to receive the messages. Actually, we uh, we could uh, make a conscious effort to test this out. We could really do that. Let's say we agree that WhatsApp is only for super emergency and Viber is for, yeah, we can do that later. If, if it's a business conversation that we are discussing. Anything else? You you know as well as I do that we check messages in our own time and in our own rhythm. doesn't really matter. And that shouldn't be a part of the conversation at all. But that being said, there's also one more thing that... I, I hate mentioning this, but you have to be aware of that fact. Um, in a sense, my responsibility towards you is different to yours towards me. Okay, but we are now to- not talking about uh, the way we are working. We- I am for a second. Just for a second. Okay. In that respect, I do feel a little bit more responsibility towards answering to any kind of your message that's related to work as fast as possible. And by extension, I do that to a lot of other people, which is wrong. I know that. I do that to students as well. At times, that's wrong too. Not generally speaking, but at times it is. Uh, But uh, it's different for business conversation versus the private ones. People are not necessarily able to uh, make the, that difference, but if you want to, uh, if you want to test something like that as a as a solution, just to test it, not because we need it, just for fun or less than fun, doesn't really matter. We can do that as well. But I, I I have a I have a counter argument. Okay. Uh, there is a distinct difference between being able to uh, immediately answer the message or being immediately able, able to see the message. Because okay, I'm... Okay, I don't use those, you know, I don't remove those check okay, marks. Okay, so okay, for okay, me, okay, there but, is no difference, but, but I get what you want to say. But there are different different kinds of people. For, uh, for me, I like to see whenever there is something that, that is regarding me, so any kind of message, I want to be able to see it as soon as possible. Me too. Be- because... I don't like the anxiousness of uh, waiting until the morning to see if something has happened. Okay. Uh, because I just feel much better if there is something happening and I can make a conscious effort and say, okay, this is not important, this is important. I'm going to answer to this and I'm going to wait for this until uh, the morning. I would hate for the messages to wait me in the morning, which I could just probably, because I would be anxious to wait what is going to happen at 7 o'clock in the morning. You're so overanalyzing all of that, but I understand Yes, why. but a lot of people who were using Blackberries mm-hmm. got the Blackberries just because they wanted to be online and to receive the emails all the time. As soon as, soon as the email was sent. Agreed. My, myself as well. So one of the reasons why people don't like the idea of having a prioritized conversation that is going to be... Uh, I would say uh, moderated by uh, AI or moderated by the service itself 
is because they think that they need to see the message immediately. Oh, welcome to the end of my thought process from a couple of uh, episodes ago. That's okay. ex- that's exactly why I said that a lot of stuff that's happening on Twitter is absolutely relevant. I think that almost all of the stuff that is happening on Twitter is relevant. Agreed, but that's by extension, this is completely normal. But okay, okay, but uh, let's agree that uh, something will change. We uh, don't. We just don't know what. I just don't know what, but I think that is, it is going to be AI related. Okay, that's good. Because uh, since we last talked about AI a couple of weeks ago, we have seen uh, Chat AI becoming basically mainstream and introducing a paid service as well. Introducing a paid service, we have seen uh, automated AI detection system. Mm-hmm. We have seen automated AI detection evasion system. We've seen we our seen, students doing. Uh, we have we have seen uh, automated AI evasion detection system detection system, <laughs> and uh, I think that we are right now into fourth iteration of uh, evading and uh, detecting. The Welcome AIs. to the recursive process. And I think that the next uh, step that is going to happen is that we are going to see an AI detection system writing system, and then the AI, uh, whatever, 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 uh, war of the worlds bec- uh, between two AIs that are going to try to uh, cheat uh, each other into not understanding what was written by a person. We have a lecturer here who checked uh, one of the seminar papers by one of our graduate students. Yes. We had a tool available for checking on chat GPT. And it, 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 it was a primitive uh, tool at, at, at best. Yes, and he still uh, he still found out that basically students copy-pasted everything from chat GPT into the seminar paper, and he was properly punished for that. Yes, but the problem is that uh, I don't think that punishing people from uh, using chat GPT is okay. That's where we differ, and we already discussed that. We're going to keep on discussing that. Um, This is a discussion that's actually now being kind of relegated to the scientific community as well. Uh, There were a couple of scientific papers recently written uh, by uh, using ChatGPT as a co-author. Yes. I've seen some articles about that. Let's see what's going to happen. There needs to be some kind of a precedent set. There needs to be some kind of a ruling. There, there, most definitely, as we discussed, there needs to be some kind of a moderation there or some kind of a legal framework or something. Because, tr- uh, in a sense, because that tool is a language model, okay? In a sense, everything that it says about any given topic is true derivation of an already existing uh, sentences that were said on some topic that's either that or similar to that. And as as such, scientifically speaking, it's a derivative work and it's a plagiarism, whatever you say about it. At this point in time, yes. Yeah. But there will come a point in time when the derivative work that was done by uh, AI will become part of the initial data set for the AI and then you are going to uh, go into a serious, serious uh, problem with recursiveness. Agreed. And hopefully, then, hopefully not, but I agree. It's probably going to happen. And uh, let's finish at this, because uh, we need to do a follow-up episode on the AI, because... Prob- We're going to do multiple, that's for sure. I think I have a sneaky feeling that we are going to do a episode that is going to be done by an AI... Uh, 
uh, without our influence. <laughs> and it is going to happen probably sooner than later. Are we going to ask ChatGPT to create a script for us on a certain topic and then just say it out? I'm going to say that this is already possible. I know. I'm asking you. Do you want to do that? Uh, no. Why not? It might end up being very much fun. Because I think that uh, the problem that we're going to be creating with the ChatGPT is not going to be the problem with uh, creating an episode, mm -hmm. but creating basically what is going to become a sitcom. Uh, we are going to be creating... No, no, no. It's going to be a sitcom with a lot of errors. That's even more fun. But it's going to be contentless. That's the whole point. No, the point is that we sometimes come with the creative ideas about the content. So does ChatGPT. Rarely. And, uh, and so this is, this is the biggest problem. But let's finish here. Uh, Do you want to run ChatGPT as an app on your mobile phone? Uh, no. Why not? Why would I? Because you could talk to it. Why would you have Siri? <laughs> Oh man, that's such a bad example. Okay, I give up. <laughs> okay. Okay, that was that. Yes, okay. So, uh see you next time. Uh I still am Yasmin, uh, he still I is still a veteran. Yes. And uh, thank you for watching us. And uh, do share, subscribe and do whatever you want with the episode if you have uh put up with us uh this so far. long, so far and this long, you deserve something to drink. Uh, see you. See ya. Bye.